0: Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, and I'm your host here to read you guys another magical adventure pack story. First of all, I'd like to say hello and thank you to our newest premium members. We have Jensen from Olympia, Washington, Regan and Shade from Missoula, Montana, Lila and her dog, Bosley, from Melbourne, Australia. Nate, who lives in Florida. Amelia and Toby from Oregon. Hi, guys. Green Chef makes eating well easy, with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals. Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. With fresh produce, premium proteins, and organic ingredients you can trust, Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. Avoid long lines at the grocery store. Green Chef is so convenient with pre-portioned, easy-to-follow recipes that are delivered right to your door. With Green Chef, you're reducing your food waste by at least 25% versus grocery shopping. I love to use Green Chef. It's delivered straight to my door. It's super easy and it's so healthy. I don't have to worry about finding time to go to the grocery store and I get more time to spend on doing things I love, like my podcast. Go to greenchef.com slash shortstories130 and use code SHORTSTORIES130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Hey parents, this one's for you. Wondery's kids and family podcast, Little Stories Everywhere, transports your family to an imaginative world with enchanting stories and exciting adventures. In each episode, hosts Virginia Madsen and Robbie Damon read an original children's tale. These imaginative stories explore the exciting world of Griffins, follow statues that come to life, and fly you to Cloudtopia, the land of unicorns. And if you've been looking for screen-free entertainment for your kids, Little Stories Everywhere encourages your little ones to use their imaginations. In one of their latest tales, you'll hear about Mark the Unicorn, He's just like any other unicorn, except he doesn't have a horn, and that makes him an easy target for school bullies. That is, until he runs into the most popular unicorn in school, Sprinkles, and their unexpected adventure changes his life forever. Listen to Little Stories Everywhere on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus Kids in Apple Podcasts or Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. So today's story request comes from Naya. She would love to listen to a story where she becomes a unicorn and her toy unicorn becomes a real life unicorn and they go on an amazing adventure where they find a white horse that can fly and her brother Flynn is in the story in a blue bus. Whoa, these are some great ideas, Naya. Thank you so much. We hope that you love your story, and everyone else too. (gasps) Are you guys ready? Here we go. Naya was six. Although she had several wonderful toys, By far, her favorite was her plush, cuddly unicorn. She really did love it so. She was always inventing fun things to do with her unicorn. Today, she was holding a little tea party in her bedroom and had asked her younger brother Flynn to join her. There was imaginary tea, imaginary cake, and imaginary sandwiches. But despite none of it actually being real, Nea thought that it was all delicious. She was just about to cut Flynn and her unicorn another slice of imaginary cake when she heard a tiny voice sobbing. It appeared to be coming from outside her window. When she first looked through the glass, she couldn't see anyone at all. Even though she could still hear the crying, It was only when she looked down onto the windowsill itself that she saw a tiny person with shimmering wings perched on the far edge. Immediately, Nea knew she was looking at a fairy. Nea didn't want to frighten the fairy, but nor did she want to leave her crying all alone either, so she gently opened the window and in a soft voice said, Excuse me? Is there something I can do to cheer you up? The little fairy lifted her chin and looked at Naya through tear-filled eyes. I'm ever so sorry to disturb you, sniffed the fairy. I I didn't think I'd disturb anyone up here. Oh, you're not disturbing me, reassured Nea. Why don't you come in and join our tea party? Oh, thank you, said the fairy, wiping her cheeks. That's very kind of you. This is my brother Flynn, said Nea. We're having tea cake and sandwiches. Tea cake and sandwiches? All I can see are empty cups and plates, said the fairy, somewhat confused. We're just pretending, said Flynn. My cake's chocolate, and he took a big pretend bite. Oh, this will never do said the fairy with a frown and flicked her fingers, sprinkling fairy dust across the tea party. At once, all the plates were full of cake and sandwiches and all the cups full of hot sweet tea. Oh, yeah, said Flynn, who was now holding real chocolate cake. He took a huge mouthful and munched on it happily. If you don't mind me asking, said Nea "'But why were you crying?' "'Oh, that,' replied the fairy, sadly. "'I'm in a terrible state, I'm afraid.' "'Go on,' urged Nea. "'Maybe we can help you.' "'The fairy shook her head from side to side. "'I doubt it. "'You see, an evil fairy has come to my village "'and turned all my family and friends into stone. "'She will only release them if I bring her a horse feather.' A horse feather, said Flynn. What's one of those? That's it. I don't know, said the fairy, and began sobbing again. I've searched and searched, but so far I haven't found any such thing. Then let us help you, said Nea kindly. With three of us looking, it has to be better than just one. And look, I'll bring my fluffy unicorn along too. I'm sure she'd like to help. How very kind of you, said the fairy That's the first piece of kindness anyone has shown me since I started my quest Very well, you can come with me I was going to search the rainbow veil next Again, she cast some fairy dust into the air And there in the middle of the room formed a circular door Come along, said the fairy, taking the door handle in her hand Follow me, so they did They were in a pretty valley, full of emerald green trees and a meadow of tall flowers and grasses. The valley rose up on either side of them, towards rocky hills, and overhead the midday sun shone down upon their heads. "'We've got quite a distance to search,' said the fairy, "'so I think we need to make some changes.' More fairy dust flew from her fingers and landed upon Nea and her plush unicorn. Nea suddenly felt all tingly and realized that her body was changing shape, and so was her unicorn. Once the transformation was complete, the little girl and her toy had each become magnificent real-life unicorns. Amazing, said Nea and her unicorn bowed its head and shook its mane. Flynn was then helped up onto his sister's back, and they were off galloping along the valley in search of a horse feather. What do you suppose a horse feather is? asked Flynn sometime later. Is it a feather in the shape of a horse? That can't be right, can it? said Nea. Maybe it's got a picture of a horse on it. The trouble is, I just don't know, said the fairy, flying alongside them. The meadow flowers gave way to shorter grass, and up ahead they could see a herd of wild horses grazing upon it. Let's ask those horses if they know what a horse feather is, suggested Nea. None of them had any better ideas, and so they slowed to a trot as they approached. All of a sudden, the entire herd broke into a canter, running away from the approaching unicorn pair. At first, Nea thought they'd scared them away, but then Flynn pointed at something running out of the longer grass higher on the valley's side a saber toothed tiger. It charged after the horses, hoping to make the slowest of the herd its next meal. We've gotta help, shouted Nea. But already, the herd was some distance away. Even though they tried to catch up, it looked as if they would be too late. The saber-toothed tiger was closing rapidly on a young fowl. "'Oh, I can't watch,' said the fairy. But before the big cat could strike, a wide shadow swept over them as something flew out of the sky on broad white wings." Hooved feet struck the side of the saber-toothed tiger, sending it tumbling. Frustrated and defeated, the saber-toothed tiger got back to its feet and slunk back into the long grass. Up ahead, the herd had stopped and was looking back just as the winged creature touched down before them. It, too, was a horse, but pure white and with a pair of powerful white wings." Look, said Nea excitedly. A horse with feathers! We found what you were searching for! The little fairy was speechless. This could indeed be it. However, when they tried to approach, the winged horse and the herd backed away. I've got an idea, said Nea. Why don't you let me and my unicorn handle this? We look more like them, so they might be more comfortable with us. And so Flynn and the fairy agreed to hang back. It was a good plan, too. The horses were far more accepting of the unicorn pair, allowing the two unicorns to trot right up to the winged horse, where they bowed their heads respectfully. What are two unicorns doing in my valley? asked the winged horse forcefully. Pardon me? "'began Nea, but we are on a request to rescue a village from an evil fairy. "'All we need is one of your feathers. "'Would you be so kind as to spare us one?' "'It's many a year ago since I've seen a unicorn,' said the winged horse. "'Let alone two. "'But your quest sounds noble and good, so I will grant you what you need.' "'Oh, thank you,' said Nea, bowing her head once more. Thank you so much. The two unicorns returned to Flynn and the fairy with the horse feather held gently in Nea's unicorn teeth. The fairy was extremely grateful. Now I can return to my village and free them from this wicked curse. Oh, I must leave right away. Shall we come with you? asked Nea. We'd be happy to. The fairy shook her head gently. No, you've done enough, she said with a smile. Nea and her unicorn transformed back to normal. "'I must do that part alone, so now I must say goodbye. "'But how will we get home?' asked Flynn. "'You can't leave us here.' "'Oh, I'm not leaving you anywhere,' she said, "'and cast one final arc of fairy dust into the breeze. "'It swirled through the air with a sparkling shimmer "'to reveal a blue bus. "'The doors opened.' And there was nobody on board. Simply tell the bus where you want to go. It will take you home, said the fairy. And Flynn, you can sit in the driver's seat if you like. With a wave, the fairy flew back along the valley, leaving Flynn, Naya, and her cuddly unicorn stood beside the bus. But there aren't any roads, pointed out Flynn. I don't think that's going to be a problem, reassured Naya. It looks like a magic bus after all. They climbed aboard with Nea and her unicorn sitting near the back and Flynn in the driver's seat. Once they were settled, the doors closed with a hiss and then opened again. Excuse me, said a voice, and into the bus climbed a gnome with a pot of honey. Does this bus stop at Firebreak Mountain? Uh, I suppose so, said Flynn. "'We just have to tell it where we want to go, so we could drop you there first,' said Nea helpfully. "'Ah, oh, that's just great, that is,' said the gnome. "'I need to get this pot of honey there before tea time, otherwise the dragon king is going to eat the princess!' Flynn and Nea looked at each other and shrugged their shoulders. It looked like they were going to have another adventure." Once again, the doors hissed closed, the bus's engine rumbled into life, and they began to roll forward. This time, to save a princess. The